So, remember that time when Florida's weather was gorgeous all week, gorgeous coming up, and then all of a sudden, when I decided to run a marathon, it decided to pour. Welcome to the Runpreneur Podcast. I'm Sierra and I'm here to help you find ways to run your life instead of letting life run you. Today's episode is number 31, the two-day marathon. And it was just about as long as it sounds. So stay tuned because I'm going to talk about all about the virtual Boston Marathon I ran over the weekend. That lasted two days because I live in Florida. So today's sponsor is Anchor. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's super simple how I love it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple, Spotify, and whatever other podcast channel you like to listen to podcasts on. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And you guys, it's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast soon, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I promise you won't regret it. So remember that time when Florida's weather was gorgeous all week, gorgeous coming up, and then all of a sudden, when I decided to run a marathon, it decided to pour at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I'm not talking just pour. I'm talking tropical storm weather rushing in. That's about what happened this past weekend. So... Last Friday, today's Wednesday, last Friday, I was going to run the Boston Marathon virtually around where I live here in Florida. So Melbourne, Florida on the beach side, I was going to run a 26.2 marathon. I had it all set up. This is a story that you guys need to hear. I had this all set up. I had people I posted it on Facebook. People knew where I was running. People wanted me to run near their house because they were ready to cheer me on. I had friends that said they had signs ready. I had a friend, she wrote my name in chalk on the street. It was all set up and I was actually extremely excited for it because these people weren't going to be there in Boston to support me, but locally, my the community support was so so, so, so strong. And I was ready for it. I was excited for it. I made myself my own bib, which you, if you go to my Instagram page, at the Runpreneur, you could see I made a replica of a Boston bib. It says 2020. That's the number because it's the year 2020. I was supposed to run it. It says 2020 Boston Marathon. And underneath it, it says stronger than Corona because obviously Corona is why the Boston Marathon has become a mess. Anyways, I was supposed to run it. I was hyped. So I had my 26.2 miles mapped out. 
everybody that wanted to support me, that wanted to be standing outside waving, I had it going by their house. And in all honesty, it took me a long time to route this, if you're asking me. It took a long time because you have to figure out, okay, if I run to this street and down it, that's like a half a mile. But if I run back and over here, that's like another quarter mile. But how am I going to add this up to 26.2 miles and loop it back around to my stopping point without doing laps in front of the building? Shouting out to all the race directors and everybody else that has to plot out routes. It's a gift, and I'm not sure how you quite do it, but I think I found a way on plotterout.com. It's free, at least probably for the first, like, 10 routes that you plot, but it's free to plot a route, and I was able to lay out a route map so I can run it. So I posted that. I was hyped. I was so hyped up. I had posted everything. I had planned it all out. I had made myself my special bib. I was eating right. The only thing was I was not trained. Now, I've watched a lot of other runners, you guys on Facebook, who have all qualified. We're still training for a marathon throughout the corona pandemic, even though Boston was canceled. Now, when I found out Boston was canceled, I had stopped running. And it's not because Boston was canceled. It was actually because I injured myself prior, two days, two days prior to the Boston Marathon being postponed. Oddly enough, it somehow worked out in my favor. So I really did slow down on the running. I still ran, just not as much because I was trying to heal my ankle and my foot. And according to a lot of professionals, all the ligaments and tendons in my foot that I had pulled when I twisted my ankle and overused it. So I was in the middle of trying to recover from that. But I was still very active. I still walked all the time. I worked out. Nothing really changed other than the mileage of my running. And boy, was I scared of that. So honestly, I knew going into this 26.2, it was not going to be my best. That's why I was excited I had the community support. People were going to cheer me on. It gave me an incentive to keep running and not stop. But at the same time, I warned people, hey, by mile 16, 17, I'm going to be petering out because I know myself. I know I haven't trained, and I know this is going to be a lot on my body to get up to. So I might run walk it starting at mile 15, 16, if not before. So it could take a little bit longer to get to that finish line. People were waiting for me at a finish line. We had a set time where we started and a set finish line and I had friends that were on a bike so one of my best friends closest friend she's amazing I love her she rides her bike next to me while I run all the time she rode her bike for pretty much the majority of this marathon and I say majority because I think she missed one or two miles actually I can't spoil that yet can't spoil that yet but one or two miles were missed and that's totally fine because it needed to be missed but People were running with me on and off. I had one one person run at least 10 miles with me, which I'm so thankful for. That kept me going. Others ran six or seven. It was incredible. But it did last two days. And here's why. I live in Florida. It's April, and you know the saying, April showers bring me flowers. Well, it's been a pretty dry April. I'm not even going to lie. 
Florida, we haven't really gotten a lot of rain. And to be quite frank with you, it's been amazing weather all week long last week. The week prior, like in the morning, and this is perfect weather if you have not been to Florida in April or May. 60s, like 68, 70, low humidity in the mornings in Florida. Gorgeous weather. Some of the days last week, it was even foggy till about 9 or 10, which is gorgeous to run in because the sun's not beating down on you. But you know what happened the one day I decided to run a marathon? There's a tropical storm at 8 a.m. And to be honest, again, I did look at the weather. I knew it was going to rain Friday, but I figured it was going to be one of those rainy days where it just lasted all day or it came in the afternoon. But no, as all my friends have questioned, why are we doing this? Because here there's a storm of red and yellow. So when you look at a radar, you know those like red and yellow blotches in the middle of the green? The red and yellow were coming straight for us. And I had told them. Hey, I looked at the weather. It's not really supposed to start to like 9 or 10. And it's only supposed to be a drizzle. Well, I didn't look at the radar when I woke up. All right. Well, my, I was focused. I was eating my granola bar that I always eat, stretching, pacing, warming up, not looking at the weather because apparently the weather changed at like 12 p.m. And I thought I had looked at it before I went to bed. So, of course, this happens. And in all honesty, I kind of looked at it as, as, you know those times where there's just things that happen that you realize it just wasn't meant to be at this point of time. And it's not the victim mentality. It's listening to the signs and everything around you and not ignoring the universe. I like to ignore the universe and the signs that it gives me. But sometimes it's just not meant to be. I was not meant to run 26.2 miles at any point in time in April. And I'm truly coming to believe this. So we're running and it started out at probably 80 degrees, extremely humid. It was actually kind of miserable, and I had to laugh. Oh, it's been beautiful all week, so today it's going to be 80 degrees, super muggy and kind of miserable, but we're all running. I start off with two awesome people, and we meet up with two other people along the way, and then my friend joins me on her bike. So I know social distancing, we were all running at a safe distance, but there was five of us, six, sorry, including me, six of us. But one was on the bike way ahead, and then we were all kind of spaced out. So it worked out. We were being safe. Now, we got to about mile three, and then, of course, it was a Friday that I decided to do this. So three people had to take off to go to work. At least two people had work off, and then there was me. So left was three of us, and we were running. But the sun, you know, the sun wasn't coming up because it was cloudy. But at least it was getting light out. But you could see kind of the dark skies and the rain clouds. And I just kind of ignored it because I kept telling myself, oh, it's only going to drizzle. Because, you guys, when it rains in Florida, most likely it's just going to drizzle. And then it's going to pass over in five minutes. Again, this is why I think it sometimes things just aren't meant to be. Like me running 26.2 miles in April. So we keep running. And then 
the wind's starting to really pick up. It felt good when it was at my back. But when I started running against the wind, I could definitely tell a storm was coming in. And this is where it gets interesting. So I'm running against the wind. And my friend on the bike, she's like, Sierra? She's like, there have uh, they have tornado warnings somewhere in Florida. And I was like, that's not good. And you can see the dark clouds in the distance, but they look like they're going north of us. And we were running south. So I figured, here I am, my running logic. Well, you know what? If I just keep running south, it will go north of me and I won't have to worry. All right, fine. So I kept running. We started seeing the rain clouds about mile nine. So we kept going anyways. And mile nine, probably about ten, the rain lightly started hitting us. And then (laughs) the lightning started flashing. But again, it was still north of us. So I kind of ignored it. And they're kind of looking at me like, are we going to stop? Are we going to turn around? And then that dreaded question, are you going to keep running if it starts to pour? And I was like, well, yeah, of course, if it starts to rain, I'm just going to keep running. It's going to feel amazing after the, after the high humidity. But the lightning is what the problem was. There was so much lightning. And I took a quick break. We took a quick stop. And I looked to my left up looking north. And there was a huge strike of lightning. Honestly, at this point in time, my heart kind of broke. And I just was kind of like, oh, well, I guess it's time to go home. And I kind of figured I'd tell them I was going to go home but keep running it. So nobody would, you know, try to talk me out of it. That was my plan here at mile 10. So we keep running. And about mile 11, when we get down the street, because we were running east at this point, My friend who was on the bike, she actually calls to get picked up because the lightning is starting to get a lot worse at this point. The sky's getting a little bit darker. It's not that bad yet. And the wind is seriously starting to pick up. I had to laugh at this point because I was like, oh, but this will only last five minutes, right? It always only lasts five minutes. So we kept going on. So me, we got, we stopped for water, got some water, even though we could have just opened our mouths for the rain. Wasn't raining that hard yet, but we stopped for water and started running south again. Oh my gosh, I turned back and I've never seen darker clouds in my life. I've seen dark clouds here in Florida. It's a very eerie looking feeling. But when I looked back and I saw these clouds, I, I didn't know if I wanted to laugh or cry. They were so dark. It started to look like a hurricane was coming. Actually, I've never been here when a hurricane's coming. But it looked, it was so dark. And I took a picture of it. Like, of course, it's on the day that I want to run this 26.2 marathon. And a little bit before that, my friend on the bike, before she had left, she had warned me, see her, there's quarter-sized hail coming our way. And I was like, well, that's no fun. Way to, way to ruin my run. But, you know, there was other people out still running around town. So I wasn't too worried yet at this point. Just because nobody else seemed to even be affected or phased by the lightning. But we kept running. And when we got to mile 12, that's when 
the clouds really set in and I kind of started to think this might have to be canceled at the halfway point and then resumed tomorrow, unfortunately. And sadly, when I get about a quarter mile away from my, well, it's my end point, but my car was there, but it's about a quarter mile away from my house. It starts to really rain and it's not drizzle rain or a nice, you know, soft rain. It's like those hard pellets that are trying to pierce your skin rain along with the wind. I have not seen a storm like this come in this fast and this angry for a long, long time. And I don't even know how to emphasize that, that the one day I chose to run the marathon, this crazy storm comes in. So of course I go and get my car and it just starts pouring rain. I go upstairs and I take a shower once I get home. And when I look outside, it's almost like a wind tornado and the rain is going sideways. The trees are bending over and it's just pouring. And I was like, well, this is only going to last five minutes. So I was thinking maybe I should stay in my running clothes and just wait till it passes by and then I can finish the other half because I did make it to 13.1 miles. (laughs) Joke is on me because two hours later, the weather is still the same. Unbelievable. I have never seen it get that bad that fast along with last that long. And I just, you know, honestly, at this point, I ordered some food. I took a nice hot shower and called it a day because obviously that wasn't going to change anything. That wasn't going to let me run the half marathon at any other point of the day. And the irony of all of this, that Friday, it poured all day long and the rain did not let up. So the moral of that side of the story, check the weather even the morning of if you're in Florida because it changes hour by hour and it just never let up that day. I thought that was unbelievable and I found it kind of kind of humorous just because it was the one day I really wanted to get a marathon in. So I set out the next day because I don't give up on things. So I had to finish this marathon. Next day, same people were with me and I couldn't be more thankful for it. Now, I was a little worried that my legs were going to be sore this morning just because I haven't run more than seven miles for at least two and a half months. And the day prior, I did run 13.1. And I was setting out to do another 13.1. And I figured this is going to be a long run because my legs really hurt. And honestly, it wasn't as long as I thought. I got to about mile six and thought I could do this. I could do another like six and a half, seven miles at this point. And I definitely could. Towards the end, I was starting to really feel it in my hips, which is where I usually feel it in a marathon. Wasn't anything different. But honestly, the principle of it was I didn't give up. And my friend, we talked the entire time while she rode her bike in front of me. So I cannot be more thankful for her. Now, again, I wasn't running for time. It wasn't the best marathon, especially not the best two halves I've ever ran in my life. But I got out there and I was there in honor of the Boston Marathon. And more importantly, I've been thinking. I've been thinking of who I wanted to dedicate that run to. Because I want to start this new thing where I dedicate runs 
to different things that I feel very strongly about. And I know it might not be the most popular thing to feel strongly about. So everybody has their opinion. And personally, you know, that's great. Don't dump on anybody for their opinion. And the more I thought about it, the more my friend and I talked throughout this race, I wanted to dedicate it to the people right now struggling in the coronavirus. Not with the virus itself, not health-wise, but financially and mentally. There's a lot of people out there. The coronavirus has affected a lot of people, not just getting them sick, but now people are unemployed. They're fighting to help or to find ways that they can bring in a source of income to put food on their on their tables. Mental health issues are skyrocketing. And it's all of these things just from the economy shutting down that I really want to dedicate my run to and pray for those people. Because we do forget about them. And I see it a lot on Facebook that when someone says we need to open this economy, you don't know their story of why they need to open the economy. They might need their job back. They need to put food on the table. On the table, But you know what you do? Or most people do. I'm not saying you do it. But what I see in response to that, oh, you just want people to die. You don't care about this pandemic. Oh, well, you remember what happened in 1918? A second wave and kill, came and killed more people. You guys, calm down. I want everybody to calm down, whatever side you are on. We should be opening the economy. I don't care what political side you are on. We should be opening the economy. We should do it safely. It does not have to be like it used to. When we say we're opening the economy, it's not like we used to. It is simply just to get people employed again because work gives you a sense of accomplishment, fulfillment, and puts food on the table. So that's who I wanted to dedicate my run to because I felt most strongly towards those people because I understand the struggle. Now, I'm not struggling financially and without food, but just knowing everything shut down on me Everything, you know, my work came to a halt. Boston came to a halt. All these things came to a halt. I felt it too. So that's who I'm dedicating my run out to this last weekend. And maybe this weekend, if I want to run another long run, I'll find somebody else to dedicate it to. But really, that's my full story. The end, the finish line was awesome. I had two other amazing people. They set up cones right in front of the gym that we all work at. And I ran through the cones, of course, like a finish line, and then they had a medal at the very end. These gestures, sidewalk or the my name in sidewalk chalk, people out their house waving at me, lights on, people supporting me through Facebook, cheering me on, my friends coming out and running with me and biking with me and meeting me at the finish line. That meant more to me than Boston would have itself. And this is where I'm saying everything happens for a reason. I get to enjoy two Boston runs this year. One virtual with my community surrounding me and one actually up in Boston where I get the entire experience. Where I'm surrounded by incredible people who have worked their butts off to get to this Boston race. You guys, we will run Boston. Whether it is, you know, we did it virtually, whether we do it in September or maybe we have to wait till April. 
I'm not spreading that rumor. I'm just saying just in case something happens because you never know nowadays. We will be there in September and we will be ready to take on the streets of Boston. So for all of you who went out and who ran a virtual race this past weekend or last Monday on Marathon Monday, congratulations. You guys are incredible. And to do that without crowds or people around you is absolutely insanely beautiful. And I'm so honored to be part of that type of group even though we're all individually dispersed, (laughs) that type of group and that mentality that we can run a marathon, whether it is set up for us or not, whether we are trained or not, if we set our minds to it, we can go do it. Okay, so we are moving on to the final segment of the day because I'm running out of time here. So it's Wacky Wednesday. It's Wednesday, so that means I've got a random question to ask you. So today's question is, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Head on over to my Instagram and Facebook page to answer that question because I want to see what kind of food you guys like to eat. If I can only eat one food for the rest of my life, it would be watermelon. Assuming I could get all the nutrients I need for my body to function correctly from watermelon. Because watermelon's my favorite fruit, it's my favorite food, and you're hydrated and it's nutritious. So there you go. Mine's watermelon. Head over to my Instagram and Facebook page to let me know what yours is too. All right, you guys, so that's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for joining in and listening to the Runpreneur podcast. I deeply appreciate it. And if you did enjoy it, please share it with your friends. Power of five, share it with five friends. Hopefully at least a few of them find it very helpful in their lives and tell them to share it with their friends. Power of five, share it with your friends and please give it a like and subscribe as well. If you'd like to, please also leave a review or comment wherever you listen to this. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. So leave a review. And in a few weeks, I'm going to start picking reviews and giving you guys a free 15-minute health coach overview or personal training session to get you up and get you going and get you on track. So again, thank you guys so much. Head over to my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page at The Runpreneur as well. Give it a like. You can message me if you want certain content or if you'd like to just see more content and motivation posted. So thank you guys so much. As always, run your lives. I will see you again here tomorrow. Bye, guys.